What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Introspective Podcast. My name's Ryan. I'm your host. And today, I got my friend Javier with us. How's it going, Javier? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. How about you, man? Not bad, not bad. So, today, I wanted to talk about reselling shoes. And it's a big thing. Uh, it's, it's been a big thing for the past, you know, I'd say five years or so. And it's getting bigger every day. And I know that you resell shoes a little bit. So I thought I'd bring you on the podcast and we could talk about it for all the people out there that might want to start doing it themselves or getting into the whole side hustle of reselling shoes. Yeah, for sure. So it's definitely, it's definitely gotten a lot harder to do it, for sure. Mostly because I'm sure you've heard with, especially with new, like, technology releases such as like the new nvidia graphics cards and more now the the new consoles like the ps4 and i'm sorry the ps5 and the and the new xbox those have actually been reselling just like shoes have and it's more noticeable now because people really pay more attention to games and electronics basically whereas the average person doesn't really invest in shoes that much. You know, they, they don't really buy the Jordans and and the Yeezys most of the time, but people do tend to buy electronics more often. So that's why it's come to light more uh, and more and more people really are getting into it. Yeah, like you're saying that there's basically, it kind of started with shoes, it seems like, but there's been more of an interest uh, in reselling things that, that people people want more like a, a wider audience wants like a PS five, for instance, rather than a pair of shoes, because, you know, it's a small amount of people that kind of collect shoes. Not everyone does that. So is that kind of what you're saying is like, it's yeah. Yeah. So yeah. When I started, let me, let me see when did I start? This was last year. I thought it was before that. Cause I mean, you were doing it back when we worked at the bank together. And that was, yeah. I mean, that, that was at was, least three years ago. I really started, yeah, let me check here. I think it was 2018, I want to say. I don't know. It's been a while. But yeah. when I first started, it was really hard to know what to buy and what not to buy. And I definitely lost a little bit of money in the process. Um but once you get the hang of it and realize what shoes are popular and are more likely to resell and the ways you can get around having to hold them and, and not necessarily lose money on them, even if they brick, which when, when we say a shoe bricks, basically it just means it's, it's no longer reselling for a premium. It's gone back to its original retail price. So by the time you actually sell it on eBay or uh, two popular reselling websites are StockX and GOAT. Uh, mm -hmm. By the time you go in there and resell them after fees, you end up losing money. So eventually you find ways to get around that and either buy from websites that give you free returns. So you basically there's no risk. It's just a temporary risk, basically. Um, but yeah, it's just it takes a little bit of knowledge. Once in, I would say when I started doing it, it took me about two and a half months. Well, I know you were researching it all the time. Like it was something you were constantly like educating yourself on 
styles and upcoming drops and the type of shoes that people actually are going to, you know, the type of shoes that will actually generate a profit. I remember you always, always doing that. Yeah. And thankfully the job I had when I first started allowed for quite a bit of free time or if anything, kind of multitask, I was able to pay attention to, to my job and, and to also do all this research at the same time. Cause this was something I was just doing on the side. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. crazy. I wasn't investing thousands of dollars on this and it was just, I was just starting out. I'm still not investing a lot of money to be frank, but yeah. it's a, uh, it's a nice little side fun gig, if you will. Right. Uh, just knowing that every now and then there's a shoe that can make you a couple hundred dollars, you know, just, yeah. just by being there. So let me ask you something. If someone wanted to get into this, this whole shoe reselling thing or, or whatnot, uh, we'll, we'll stick with shoes, uh, here, but, um, how much, how much capital would they need? How much money should they set aside to kind of like be able to seriously get into this side hustle? Um, I would say you really don't need any capital. All the capital you would need is a credit card, basically. And I know that sounds dangerous, but when I did it, I had just applied for the Discover It card. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys know anything about that card, it basically gives you at least a year. I think it's 18 months. I don't remember the exact time of no interest. You still have to make a minimum payment, but it allows for you to basically buy like a $200 pair of shoe and you don't have to pay that for at least a year, a year and a half. Um, so like it kind of gives you a little bit of peace of mind that even if it takes a week, two weeks, a month to sell, um, you're not losing money because it's not due right then. So that's what I did. I just did put a couple of pairs on a credit card just to kind of test it out. And um, I waited and see what happened. Obviously, if you go to a website like StockX, it's a real... It's basically mostly for shoes, but they do have a lot of other things you can shop for and resell there, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can track the real-time price of these shoes as it moves up and down. So it like updates like the stock market like constantly? Pretty much. You just hit refresh, and it might change depending on how huh. popular the shoe is. So, And you can track that price. The, the, the bad part of that is as soon as a shoe releases, and let's say you you get the shoe wherever it may be, Nike or Adidas or whatever the website is, you still have to wait most of the time, unless you go to a physical store, you have to wait for those shoes to arrive. And in the meantime, you're just looking at that price either drop or increase. Right. And that kind of gives you an idea of how much you're going to make by the time you get the shoes. Now, StockX gives you a few days to ship them. So you can have a little bit of leeway there, but it's a gamble because... Obviously, shipping delays and things like that, they'll give you a fee if you don't ship it to them mm-hmm. by a certain day. So you kind of have to play around with those dates. Um, but yeah, that's how So that's how you can track how much you're going to make and so kinda, basically just borrow money for a couple of days. Yeah, so going back to that a little bit. So as long as you keep track of being able to return your shoes and whatnot, you're saying... You don't necessarily need capital because you can just use a credit card and essentially any of the amount of money that you're actually going to have to spend will be in a flip. And if it's not in a flip, you can just return. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. And obviously it's probably not the best way to do it. That's just the best way I've found to do it yeah. because I didn't want to invest any of my money. Obviously it's still my money, but mm-hmm. 
what I found to do best with a credit card was to just kind of know that I don't have, even if I do end up losing 30, 40 bucks on it, I'm going to have a year and a half to pay that. And if I, if from there I, I lose money in a shoe and I don't, I decide I don't want to do it anymore, I have that time to pay it. And I know that at least maybe this isn't for me, you know? So yeah, um, it's a good way to start out and I would not buy any multiple pairs of shoes. So if you get like a credit card for $2,000 limit, I would not go and spend the two thousand on that, and then hope to flip them because that's that's the best way to lose money. I would right. start out with one, two pairs maybe, and just know that even if you something happens, your shoes get lost or stolen in, in your porch or something, you have to have that money to pay that pay those shoes back. So if you're gonna start reselling, I guess that's your capital investment. So just you, whatever you decide to buy, make sure you can actually buy it if you right. need to. On average. Popular shoes that will resell, I would say they're about 150 to $200. Okay. So, so if you want to start out with one pair, I would have yeah. that much capital. So you could, you could start this side. You're saying you could start this side hustle for as little as maybe $150. About, yes. Depending on the okay. shoe. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> so getting into a little bit about like how much people make doing this. Uh, there's a guy, Benjamin Kicks. He was a big deal back in like before flipping shoes became, you know, mainstream. And he was the guy. He was like the guy who did this. He was paying people to like wait in lines for him to get the shoes dropped before it was all online. You know, like you had to actually go and like get wait in line, you know, wait in the cold. In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He was paying people to do that. He's paying them $100, $200, but he was turning around and flipping like a $500 profit off the shoes. And this article here says that he's, he made $10,000 per month uh, reselling shoes. I believe it. That <clears throat> sounds about right. So that's obviously like the top, you know, 1% of shoe resellers. But, you know, going about a little something more realistic, what, what is like, what, what have you made if you, if you feel like if you want to share? Yeah, so like I said, I wasn't into the thousands invested into this. I just had more of a side thing. So I was buying what I could because, first of all, getting a popular pair of shoes is really hard, um, especially since everybody knows about it or every reseller knows about it. And nowadays there's obviously bots that you have to fight against. Uh, and there's other people like me who are fast at checking out and have basically been doing this for years so there's a lot of people to compete against but in, and that's a factor as to why i haven't been able to get a lot i don't want to invest in a bot um just because it's too expensive and it's hard to maintain and it's easy to make a mistake on those so everything i've bought and resold has been manually done meaning i actually went to the website and checked out as fast as I could or through raffles, which are basically yeah. the best way to to get those shoes because it's literally just a, the same chance for everyone. Yeah. So overall, I would say I only have a I kept everything in a spreadsheet, but I started doing this last year or this year. Um, I have one for last year, but I can't find it. You, st you started go. keeping track of it this year. Right. Oh, OK. Um, while I redo this, I'm going to pull up my other 
year. Well, I mean, if you just have a ballpark, if you remember what it is, I mean, we don't need like specifics, but a ballpark of maybe what you've made profit wise doing this in your free time. And that right. So, so this year I actually lost a bit of, I didn't lose money overall. I lost in a couple of shoes that I thought would do good. So that tells you how far you have to pretty much guess on some of these resells or take a risk. Uh, this year, I did it mostly in the in the beginning of the year before the pandemic. And then I kind of slowed down after that. So it's only really three months worth of data. Um, and I'm working on the other year. But th- so far in three months, I would say January, February, and March of this year, I made about $572. That's after paying any shipping that needed to be paid and paying fees uh, to StockX or GOAT. So that's about, I mean, almost $600 in three months, which who else gives you 200 bucks a month just for entering raffles and and, and knowing what shoe is going to drop, you know. Uh, yeah. But let me give you more numbers here for last year, which would be, last year was actually the year I, I, I was going try hard on this. I was tracking everything. Let's see. So last year, overall, 4,700 about wow. for the for the whole year. Four, um, over $4,000 in reselling. Yeah, and that's, I mean, when I say try hard, I mean that for me. Obviously, that's right. without a bot or paying for proxies and all this crap. So you, that can be exploded from 4,000. I know people... Um, I'm actually belong to a Discord group that pretty much just informs me of what drops. That's part of the reason I learned faster because I joined this group when it first started and it was really cheap. Uh-huh. And I've been grandfathered in, so they charge me the same for every, every month, even though it's really expensive to join now. What is it? What does uh, it run like to join the Discord? Uh, right now, I think it's like eighty-five a month. Eighty-five dollars uh, a month. Yeah. Let me double check here. Well, there's your overhead cost right there for something like this. Yeah. So this is if you want to kind of get a leg up. Obviously, there's a lot of groups out there that do this in Discord. And most of them are uh, pretty much closed out. Like someone has to leave before you can enter. Um, Would you say it's needed, something like that? No. You can certainly go to StockX. That's the best place to start, actually. If you go to stockx.com and you can look at their most popular shoes sold, you can actually click on every shoe if you want, and it'll tell you there how much it's selling for. Um, And at the bottom, it tells you the retail price of that shoe when it came out. So you can get a good idea of the price difference there. Mostly, I can tell you Jordan's. Jordan 1s, to be precise, are some of the most popular, along with Yeezy, and then the Nike, like the Dunks, the skating shoes. Those are really popular right now. Um, So those are some to just start looking at. The only benefit you'll get from a Discord group is that um, they basically tell you ahead of time what shoes to look out for and other websites to get them. But... Even that is really hard with that information. You have to pretty much enter raffles and be on it and stay up late at night. It's it's a grind, but you don't have to join a group like that. Okay. 
Um, so you mentioned bots. And I'm sure everybody in the news recently, uh, people have been complaining about the bots that have bought up all the you know PlayStation and Xboxes. Yeah, it's kind of funny to watch, but <laughs> I, I, I feel... I feel for them because I, I've been there. I've definitely wanted something that... Yeah, as someone who wants and... a PlayStation 5 right now, is it's frustrating. So, yeah. I guess let me ask you, are bots are bots ruining the shoe reselling game? Is that is it ruining it or is it is it making it more difficult? Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask me, since I don't have a bot, I would say mm-hmm. it's ruining it because... I obviously don't have the same access as a lot of these people do right. or or the funds because to get to the point where you have a lot of capital, you have to buy and resell a lot. Um, but since they basically always get first dibs on everything, then there's no there's no fun in trying to to go for a popular shoe that you might have a chance at. Now it's you don't have a chance at it unless it's a raffle. And if you get to it in time, you best believe it's going to it's going to be deleted from your cart by the time you click on checkout. So that's why it's ruining it. But if you ask someone who owns a bot, they're going to tell you it's awesome because obviously <laughs> they're just getting everything. Right. So it sounds like if you're serious about this, you, at, at this point, you kind of need to get a bot or bots plural down the line. It sounds like you start off until you can make some real money and then you kind of to get to the next level you actually have to get into the whole bot thing to make to make good money right but bots are also not cheap i think right so it's going to cut into your the cheapest that's what i meant by like next level is like it's almost like there's a there's a barrier and you have to be making enough on your own where you can start to afford things like bots to cover those co- like to cover the cost of the bot and still make money. Right. And one of the cheapest bots, which is obviously bots don't guarantee you anything. You have to know how to use them and maintain them and buy proxies for them. But one of the cheapest ones out there was 500 bucks. And most of those have a initial purchase price, which is about 500 and then a monthly maintenance charge that you have to pay on top of that. So wow. it gets really expensive really quick, and yeah. it's not worth it unless you know what you're doing and you buy and resell in quantity. Otherwise, it's just going to be a waste of money, and you're going to wish you had never bought one. So what are what are companies doing to kind of like reduce bots in general? Because I know you mentioned raffles, and you said those are fair for everyone. So is that like even bots don't have a chance for raffles? No, they do, because there's bots that... They're designed to check out as fast as possible. And there's bots that are designed to enter as many raffles as possible. So they basically just generate emails. Um, You can create, you have to manually create these emails actually. Um, So it would take someone like sitting, either sitting on Google Chrome, creating a bunch of Gmail accounts, or you can buy them from people who've made them. Yeah, it gets crazy. You can, you can buy them, and there's people that literally have hundreds of Gmail uh, accounts, and then they just put all of those Gmail accounts into their bot, and then they just enter slightly different information for each raffle entry. So companies aren't aren't 
limiting purchases to one address or something. They are, but... But these bots are, like, these people have multiple addresses, like P.O. boxes set up or something? They can. They can either have a P.O. box, uh, they can send it to a family member or someone they know. Okay, so they could get uh, up to, like, four or five addresses pretty easily. Right, but even then, for instance, if, you're, if your address is, like, 123 Scott Boulevard, you can do 123 Scott Boulevard, the word spelled out, or BLBB, and that counts as a different address. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and you can even add a dot in there. You can do like Scott dot and then space Boulevard. So and, they could, takes... they could triple quadruple the amount of addresses they have signed up for these raffles. Yeah. And they get signed That's in cool. quick because of the bots. Yeah. And they just all get entered. People can enter a raffle. I know like the most popular raffles are through Nike sneakers uh, and Nike typically gives you about 10 minutes to put in your raffle so these people who have these bots they have 10 minutes for the bot to just enter as many entries as possible wow and obviously nike sneakers they have some of the most popular and expensive shoes Mm -hmm. um, or expensive for resale i mean so they have a lot of they've implemented a lot of security to kind of fight against that but even then it's impossible to filter out every single different address in 10 minutes and not, so what, not and guarantee that the same person won't get a duplicate. What's the solution? Like if if you if you could think of anything uh, to kind of like I don't know, fix is a weird word, but like you know what I mean, like fix the bot situation, the epidemic of bots. What do you think honestly, that is? I honestly don't know if there is one because it would have to be some very sophisticated software that can somehow detect that the raffle entry or the purchase request came from a bot. And I don't know that there's a way to tell that. Cause like these um, people are probably using VPNs and stuff too, to like hide their, right. like, like their IP. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and that that's what the proxies are for. So yeah. Yeah. You wow. can basically purchase proxies, which are basically just a different IP address. Yeah. And you put all those into your bot and your bot basically spreads them out for each entry so that it doesn't duplicate them. Um, so there's no real way to they can ban accounts if they suspect that that one account was entered twice or that one user entered both of those accounts they can obviously block them or ban them but that user will just make a new one there's no there's no telling what their new one is you know so yeah it's pretty crazy and that's why it's hard now because more and more people have bots more and more people are getting into this because it's an easy way to flip shoes and, and make a, little, a couple hundred bucks. So I think I've entered a raffle this this whole year. I've entered about 20, 25 raffles for some of the most popular shoes. Um, and I don't think I've gotten one so far this year. So Wow. So it's just getting harder and harder without some kind of bot or something. Yeah. But also I'm only entering one account. You know, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not creating all of these fake. That's why it's it's so much harder. Yeah, the more accounts, the better, but it's really hard to make them and keep track of them and enter them manually. So, all right. I man. was reading on this guy. Uh, what's his name again? Benjamin Kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so young. He's 19. Yeah, he started when he was like 13 or something. Like he, I mean, that's he, impressive. I don't even know what his net worth is, but it's probably. I mean, he's made over a hundred thousand dollars easily off this. 
Like he sells yep. to celebrities and stuff. Like he he gets the exclusive <laughs> shoes for the celebrities. Does he still though? Because I don't know. I don't know if he still does it. Releases at midnight at, at a Nike store are less and less common now. Well, definitely with like COVID, that doesn't even exist. Probably right. Like this last year, but yeah, he I don't know if he still does it sure. or not. He's got to have a bot, right? I mean, <laughs> if he started all this, got an army of them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. But all right, man. Well, one hundred fifty dollars, huh? People can start getting into this. About and let me look at StockX real quick, so I can give you whoever listens to this, whenever it comes out. What's today? The seventeenth. Seventeenth of November, twenty. So the nineteenth Thursday. If you go to StockX, it shows you a release calendar at the bottom. You can see the Nike Dunk Low Ceramic. Those are the it's ones. Like an orange. Yeah, those. Anything that says Nike Dunk Low. Usually, all of these are a hundred bucks retail. And then if you click on that, it tells you what it's going for at the top. So about 100 bucks after fees if this price stays. Obviously, this will probably go up a little bit on release day and then go down a few hours after that. So you're just going to have to track. But obviously, this will probably be a raffle entry. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will be through the Nike sneakers website. Um, if it's not a raffle entry, it'll just be a get there as fast as you can kind of thing. And even there, even then it's still a mini raffle, so it's not guaranteed. All right. So well, kinda... cool. Yeah. You got a little, pl- a little plug for the, uh, for the people listening, try to get in on this just yeah. in a couple make days. It harder for, make it harder for me. I guess. Yeah. Not, not that it wasn't hard to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for jumping on the podcast today. I'm gonna wrap things up. Um, I appreciate all your knowledge on the, on the shoe reselling game. And, um, yeah, hopefully people can start getting into it and uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll out we'll outdo the bots by having enough people. <laughs> maybe we'll that ain't gonna happen. We all know that. No, gonna it's gonna, bots are gonna get better. Yep. And all these people that's... listening gonna buy buy a bot. <laughs> Imagine being the programmer for all these bots. You're just making bank on just making the bots. so much money. But all right, man. Thanks for, yeah, again, thanks for hopping on. This has been yeah, introspective. No thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Just letting everybody know, this video has been sponsored by the Neat Gaming Community. Check out the link below to join a gaming community like no other. Everything from guides to gaming news and apparel. So check it out below. Thanks again. This is Ryan with Introspective.